On this episode of The Grizz Podcast, I share some recent emails from listeners and I talk to you guys about some personal struggles that I've been facing lately that have me stressed, anxious, overwhelmed, discouraged, but I also want to share with you what I'm doing about it. So here we go. Is some good stuff. Don't you forget about me <laughs> from the Breakfast Club. If you know, you know the 80s, man. The 80s. Anyway, I recently received some encouraging emails from listeners regarding the last episode, which was episode 217. It was entitled When Life's Not Fair, it was part seven in a series of talks I've been doing on the life of Joseph. One email in particular really meant a lot to me. It comes from a brother named Tyler in Virginia, and this is what he wrote. Hey, Jay, I just wanted to reach out and say thanks for episode 217. I've been really struggling this past year with what the Lord is doing in my life and the life of my family. About two years ago, my wife was pregnant, and we were told that our daughter had bilateral multi-cystic kidney disease and that she would not live but a couple hours past birth. She was born August 31st, 2021, and was rushed to the NICU at UVA. Through six surgeries and so many admissions to the hospital, she is still here today, awaiting a kidney transplant. We are so thankful for having her and for the Lord preserving her life. But days are not easy by any means. Between medication changes, vomiting, blood work in labs, Most days, my wife and I do say, this is not fair. But we know that we will see the fruit of what the Lord is doing. If not now in this life, then we know that we will one day see it in glory with him. Thanks for the encouragement today. I know I definitely needed to hear that, Tyler. P.S. I hit you up last year about getting a Grizz shirt but you were in an appointment at the time waiting to finish building your house. You still have any of those shirts? I wrote him back to uh, learn more about his daughter. Found out her name is Magnolia, and this little girl and her parents desperately need our prayers. She needs a kidney, guys. She's waiting on a kidney in order to be able to live her life, and there's a kidney out there for her, and we need to pray for God to make this happen soon. Again, 
Her name is Magnolia. And I thought it would be really cool if we just took a moment of silence right here, right now on the podcast. And we lift her up. We lift her parents up. Wherever you are, if you're riding in your vehicle or maybe you got your earbuds in, taking a walk or a jog or you're sitting in your office, would you just take a moment and pray for that to happen for Magnolia and her parents? Also, I am sending Tyler some Narrow Trail and Grizz stickers. Man, I write cards and send stickers to listeners every week. I need to order a new batch of Grizz t-shirts. I need to set it up so you guys can order some right off of a website so I don't have to handle any of this mailing junk. Anyway, here's another email that I received this past week. It says, Hi, Jason. My name is Peter. I am a somewhat longtime listener of The Grizz. You mentioned in one of the most recent podcast episodes that you like to hear from your listeners. So I am a farmer slash wood carver from Wisconsin. I'm 25 years old, learning to grow apple trees, and I'm trying to start a wood carving business. I grew up somewhat conservative, so the music at the beginning of your shows was a bit to get used to. However, I'm not dissing it, just saying I came from a different background. I listen to your podcast on my way to work and at work. The Grizz has been a huge blessing in my life by just allowing me to see on a weekly basis that I am not alone in the battle against the flesh and the devil. Thank you so much for putting it all together in Christ, Peter. Man, that's encouraging. Farming and woodworking in Wisconsin. Man, I like it. I am also sending Peter a card with some stickers. And I admit that uh, my music selection is pretty diverse and can be pretty wild. You're wild, man. Wild. (laughs) You never know what you're going to get. Anyway, you guys can reach me at the following email. Info at narrowtrail.com. Info at narrowtrail.com. You can also connect with me on social media. There are links in the show notes or at our websites. We have two websites, narrowtrail.com. There's also a separate website for the podcast, which is thegrizzpodcast.com. Thegrizzpodcast.com. I also send out a weekly email every Friday for Christian guys. It's called The Growl. And it provides some helpful advice, encouragement, resources, recommendations, links, etc. It's not really long, so hopefully, you know, won't bore you. And uh, just get right to the point. If it's something you're not interested in that week, you can just delete it. Maybe the next week it'll be something that interests you. I'm not trying to sell you anything. You can sign up for that weekly email at our website, either at narrowtrail.com or at thegrizzpodcast.com. All right. So I missed putting out an episode last week. And I'll be honest with you, man, I don't even feel like putting a podcast episode out this week. Um, 
just keeping it real with you guys. I am going through a difficult time. As most of you know, uh, and I get sick of talking about this, I battle Lyme disease and for many years. And over the last two years, three years, two to three years, I've experienced some really good improvements. And I'm thankful. But I always deal with occasional flare-ups and setbacks. Um, and over the last week, that's what's been going on. I'm in the thick of a nasty flare-up. And I'm not totally sure what triggered it, but I think I know. I'll tell you about that in a minute. I went to a men's conference at Snowbird Wilderness Outfitters the weekend before last, and I felt decent at that. It was uh, just a good time. It was good to see and connect with some of you who listen to the podcast. I heard some really good teaching while I was there. Got to play some cornhole. Got to go mountain biking on a really cool trail that my friend Brody told me about called uh, the Jackrabbit Trail. It was just beautiful, man. Real uh, beautiful scenery uh, with the mountains and it went around a lake. Uh, jumped up some deer when I was mountain biking, but the trail was awesome. Well-groomed, flowy. Whoever designed the trail, you did awesome. And then uh, at the conference, enjoyed some time just sitting by a campfire, talking with friends. It was good. It was good. But man, as I started to return from that conference, that's when I began feeling rough. And I don't think it had anything to do with the conference at all. You see, like three weeks ago, um, I think I could have been bit by another tick. And if I was, that definitely can cause a flare-up, even if the tick is not carrying Lyme disease. Just the tick biting me and putting its saliva and junk in me can reactivate what was lying pretty much dormant. So what happened was um, I had a bite mark on me and it was itching this one night. So I got up, I'm itching it and I pull off what I thought was a scab from it. Um, but it may have been a tick. I didn't really check. It was late at night. I was tired I just didn't take time to look and see what it was, and that was stupid. I should have taken more time to check to see what it was because um, you can even take, if it is a tick, put it in a Ziploc bag and have it sent away to see if it's carrying Lyme disease, but I didn't do that. I kind of, what I thought was a scab, I flushed it down the drain, and uh, since then, I've noticed that I've been steadily dealing with an increase in my symptoms. Headaches, brain fog, fatigue, got like a flu-like sick feeling throughout my body, some gut issues going on, and it also affects me mentally and emotionally. At times, I've just been feeling like uh, some anxiety. It's weird. I'll just, my body will feel super tense, uh, then that'll die down, then I can feel like super irritable. It's like for no reason, just irritable. And then other times I'll feel down, 
just discouraged, feel kind of that depressed feeling, unmotivated, even apathetic. Um, and I'm not telling you guys this to seek attention or to try to get your sympathy. Um, I don't really care about any of that stuff. Um, I just feel like I owe it to the listeners to know what's really going on with me. Um, my Christian life is not easy. It's not comfortable. Uh, it's not happy all the time. I definitely have some easy, comfortable, happy moments, but it's not like that all the time. And maybe by me being real with you guys and sharing my personal struggles, it'll help you know that you're not alone with whatever you're going through. Um, I know that I'm not the only one going through some pain, suffering, anxiety, irritability, depression, and even just feeling like apathetic, you know. What do I mean by apathetic? You know, apathy or feeling apathetic is defined as having like a lack of interest, enthusiasm, or concern. Uh, it's where you just feel kind of blah, you know. <laughs> and and that's how I, I feel lately about a lot of things. It's, it's not just this past week. Um, it's been going on for a while. I mean, some things even just with church, with worship, praying, evangelizing, helping others with their issues, teaching, podcasting, writing, just feeling kind of like apathetic, man, like blah lately, just unmotivated. And I think some of that is not just with what I'm going through with Lyme disease messing with me. Um, Man, there's like a lot of things in the world just bothering me. Like I know they bother many of you. I look at the news and social media and I just see like so many lies. So many lies. So much corruption, perversion, like so much whack LGBTQ, ABC, XYZ ideologies taking over. I see the violence, I see hatred, I see racism, I see division, hypocrisy, I see war, terrorism, school shootings, death, and it can all be pretty discouraging and overwhelming. Many times I have to just turn off the news and social media. I want to know what's going on in the world. I don't want to keep my head in the sand about current events, but at times I have to just turn it off. And I've got to remind myself that there's so much that's going on in this fallen world that is completely out of my control. I can't fix it. There's so many things. I cannot do anything about it. I've also been reading two books I'm reading a lot of books, but there's these two books, man, in particular I've been reading on what the Chinese Communist Party, the CCP, has been doing and is currently doing to steadily destroy America. And it's scary stuff. 
Like these are not books you read to feel good. (laughs) It's frustrating and it's discouraging stuff. One of those books is uh, Stealth War by retired Air Force Brigadier General Robert Spaulding. And the other book is called Destined for War by Graham Allison. And both of them are well-written and extremely informative. But man, as I said, just scary stuff. Frustrating, discouraging stuff. I read these books and I just, I think about the clown that's sitting in the Oval Office. And then there's his political opponent who's about to be arrested. And I just... I'm just shaking my head, man. I'm like, our political system in America is like a complete circus, dude. So all of this stuff has been getting to me lately. And then on top of all of that, I've had some problems with our home that I've been trying to resolve. We had some sort of critter get up underneath our home and into uh, our garage area. Our garage is underneath our home because we have a raised home because we're in the low country. Uh, We're near a marsh area, a river. But something got in there. And I had to hire a pest control guy to come to our new home to get whatever this critter is before things get ruined, messed up. And, uh, then a couple of days later, I hired a pressure washing, uh, washing can't talk right, company to uh, clean off the house because we got a big Easter party coming up. And I usually pressure wash my own house, but I didn't want to do all the ladder work, going up and down ladders with you know the pressure washing gun because my lower back issues. So this company comes out. And they use like a really powerful cleaning chemical with the wash, which is fine. But it completely, it did good on the siding and the paint, but it completely stripped the stain off of my front porch, off of my front stairs, and even off of our back deck. So it's just frustrating, man. Like now I have to do a bunch of sanding and staining this week before we have this big Easter party here at the house on Sunday. And I've got that going on. I've got all my regular responsibilities to try to manage, take care of. I've also been working on a lot of financial reports, tax prep info that's due because it's that time of year. So at times, just like a lot of you, man, I just feel overwhelmed as a man with work, ministry, my house, finances, with society, with our government, the political system, with my health. I'm human, man. And at times it all gets to me and it puts me just in a strange funk, man. Just, <laughs> it's just how it is. And I know I'm not the only one. I know some of you guys right now, you're listening to this and you're like, I'm I'm right there feeling that discouragement, maybe feeling some of the anxiety over things, maybe just feeling like uh, apathetic, even towards the things of God where you're just like, man, I just, I want to care, but I just feel like, man, I don't care. 
I don't care. And I have to tell myself, like, you've been here before, Jason. In fact, I remind myself, like, Jason, you've been through much, excuse me, rougher times than these, and you made it through. And then I remind myself that God is still with you. Keep looking up. God is still with you. Keep looking up. God is with you even when you don't feel like he's with you. Faith is not a feeling. This morning I went through and I just like literally listed out some things that I need to do to help me get better. And I want to share those with you. Maybe this will help you too. I'm not here to replace the advice of your doctor or your mental health professional. I'm just sharing with you guys some things that I'm working to do. If they help you, great. If they don't, no worries. And for you guys that have listened for a while, you know, with with my life, man, I've learned to try to take a very holistic approach to healing, to health, to wellness, uh, holistic approach in the sense of I address things physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, like we need a holistic approach. So anyway, number one, the first thing I'm trying to do is to just get real and talk about how I'm feeling like I'm doing right now, having a little therapy session here on the Grist podcast. You guys are my counselor right now. I'm just, you know, sit back and listen to the Grizz. But seriously, don't bottle it up. Get real and talk about what's going on inside of you. Talk to God about it. Talk to others about it. Uh, This morning, I talked to a friend about it. And now I'm talking to you guys about it. It helps. Um, this week I'll be in a men's group that I'm not leading and I will share what's going on, how I'm feeling and guys will listen. They'll offer some encouragement and I'll be prayed over. So that's one of the things I'm doing. Number two, I will get help from my doctor. Uh, I will see, uh, what I need to be doing or taking to combat my Lyme disease and whatever this possible new tick bite has stirred up within me with all these symptoms, but I'll get help, you know. Number three, I need to meditate on positive things. Meditate on positive things. I need to focus and meditate on positive things. Philippians 4.8 says, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Meditate on positive things. I need to use scripture, good music, good podcasts, good books, but to focus my mind on positive things. Number four. Focus on godly behavior. 
Focus on godly behavior. Avoid sin. Proverbs 4, verses 14 and 15 says, Do not enter the path of the wicked, and do not walk in the way of the evil. Avoid it. Do not go on in it. Turn away from it and pass on. Psalm 34, 14 says, Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. So if you're feeling rough, if you're feeling down, if you're feeling anxious, and you want to feel even worse, go indulge in sin. (laughs) Man, repentance, godly living, it brings life, it brings healing, it brings peace. But I've got to say this to myself because the temptation is when you're feeling really rough, you just want to escape for a while. And how do we often escape or try to escape? We go do something stupid. We use sinful things to help us to try to escape, but that doesn't really help us. It's just a momentary kind of gratification that ends up making us feel way worse. It makes the situation worse. And I've got to remind myself of that. you got to remind yourself of that. Number five, change the way you talk to yourself. We all talk to ourselves in either a positive way or a negative, critical way. I have to ask myself, like, would you talk to a friend that was going through what you're going through the way you talk to yourself, Jason. Most of the time, I'm like, no. (laughs) I would be much more patient, understanding, encouraging. So I got to be careful of that. Number six, stay in connection community at least once per week. Don't isolate. Stay in connection, community, talk with friends, even through text messaging, a phone call, attending, again, my men's group. Number seven, and this one I'm struggling with, eat healthy. (laughs) Avoid junk foods, sugar, fried, processed. Man, lately, I've just been binging on snacks at night. And it's not good. I'm not supposed to do that. That is not part of my plan. I'm literally using food to try to help me feel better. Last night, my wife's like, what are you doing? She's like over on the couch. I'm in the kitchen. She hears me bust open a bag. It's like nine at night. I'm like, nothing. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm eating chips. Be quiet. So I eat chips. I eat some pretzels. I ate a chocolate chip cookie. But what does it do? It ultimately makes me feel worse. It does, man. I'm not supposed to be eating stuff like that, especially with Lyme disease, man. I need to have better self-control. I need to eat something healthier. If I'm going to eat something, grab a banana. Number eight, got to be drinking plenty of water. Got to flush out. Got to detox my system. Water is so, so important, especially because I'm a coffee drinker. So I really got to flush out. Number 10, get adequate exercise. For me, 
it comes down to now it does. It didn't used to be like this. At least one hour of exercise, five days per week. I've got to move. I've got to walk, jog, ruck, bike, lift, calisthenics, whatever, something. One hour, five days per week, get going, get moving, sweat. I have found that exercise is one of the best antidepressants and anti-anxiety meds out there. And it's free. You just got to go do it. Put in the work. Number 11, get adequate recreation. Do something fun. Life is so serious all the time. So much responsibility and stress and things going on in the world and things we see on the news. You've got to take time to do something fun. For me, that could be kayaking, fishing, wildlife photography. I enjoy doing that. I grab my camera and I just, last time I did it, I just kind of went around my neighborhood to some of the various ponds and little swamp areas and took some pictures of some gators. Mountain biking. And don't mountain bike to, to race or what's my time limit? How fast can I get through the trail? Just, just ride in the woods, man. Go at a fun, relaxing pace. Number 12, get sunlight. Some of these kind of go together. Good old vitamin D can help lift a mood. You know, yesterday, um, I laid in the sun with my wife for about an hour. I had shorts and a shirt on, you know, but I was just laying there, man. The sun was hitting my face and she was laying there trying to get her tan on. I laid there for about an hour or so and it felt good felt good, helped. And then we went on a bike ride together in the sun. It helped. And I'm going to go walk my dog for about a mile after I get done recording this episode. It just helps being outside in the sun. Number 13, I got to remind myself, live one day at a time. Live one day at a time, Jason. Stay in the present. Stay in the present, right here, right now. Don't dwell on the past. Don't dwell on what could happen in the future. Matthew chapter 6, verses 34 through 25. Jesus said, Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food? And the body more than clothing. Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns. And yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? 
Therefore, do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Live one day at a time. Stay in the present. Because probably 90% of the things that we worry about will never, ever happen. Number 14, don't put things off. I have to get up and plan my day, plan my week. I did it today. Just this is what I got to do this week. Write it out. This is what I got to do today. And then get to accomplishing things. Putting things off causes more depression and anxiety. And how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. So you write out what you got to get done this week, what you got to get done today. For me, one of the things I need to get done today is put together content for a podcast episode. Get it together. Record it. Get it out there. You just do what you can. But don't do nothing. That only makes things worse, man. You got to be nipping at it, whatever it is. Make progress. That does help you feel better. Number 15, set a time limit on your worries. Set a time limit on your worries. Like, tell yourself, whatever that thing is that's stressing you, worrying you, and it's just consuming like your entire day. Tell yourself, hey, from 3 to 3.30 p.m., you can pick whatever time works for you. I'm going to focus on that worry and what I can do about it, and then I'm done. At 3.30 p.m., I'm going to move on to other other things. But from 3 to 3.30 p.m., I'm going to give that worry a half hour of my day to focus on it and figure out what I can do to make things better. And then after that, I'm done. So you're not telling yourself, I'm not going to worry, which feels impossible sometimes. You're saying, oh, I'm going to worry, but I'm going to do it at 3.30 or 3, from 3 to 3.30. And then I'm going to move on. And then if you need to do it again, come back, tell yourself, like if it's still bothering you, hey, tomorrow I'll do the same thing. Number 16, last one. I remind myself, count your blessings, Jason. Count your blessings. It's so easy, man, to like, I guess this goes back to, one of the first things I said um, about meditate on positive things, but count your blessings, give thanks, start naming them one by one instead of just like, oh, God, help me. This isn't going right in my life. God, help me. This is how I feel. God, I wish this was different. Do this. Why isn't my family like this? Why isn't my house project or whatever? Uh, why did this happen? And 
Um, I'm overwhelmed. I got so much to do. And God, why do I feel apathetic sometimes? And, you know, whatever. Just, it's like, nah, 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 nah. Okay, what is going right? What are you thankful for? What do you have, you know, that God has blessed you with? Name it. Say it. Thank him for it. He wants to hear it, and you need to hear it, Jason. So, that's it, man. I hope that in some way, this helps you with whatever you're going through. Stay tuned for a couple closing items of Grizz Biz. Hey, if you want to connect with me via email, you can do that at info at narrowtrail.com, info at narrowtrail.com or social media. There are links in the show notes. You can also do that at narrowtrail.com or at the grizzpodcast.com. Also, are you struggling with porn addiction? Do you need some help? check out our climb teams they meet online every week via zoom to help christian men who are struggling to find guidance connection accountability encouragement our monday at 9 p.m eastern group is full there's a waiting list for that one but we have another one on wednesdays at 8 p.m eastern with some spots available Would love to have you be part of that. The membership is just $40 per month, and it's well worth it with all that you get. To learn more about what you get, go to narrowtrail.com, click on our Climb Team page, and there's a short online application that you can fill out. Lastly, if this ministry is a blessing to you, then be a blessing back by becoming one of our monthly supporters for just $10 or $20 per month. That helps us do what we do. To set that up, you can go to our give page at narrowtrail.com or you can take your phone right now and you can text the word give to 301-888-6860. 301-888-6860. Just text the word give. You can set all that up. It's safe, it's secure, it's easy. Like I said, It helps us do what we do. So thankful for those of you who do support the Grizz Podcast. It's a blessing, man. All right, that's it. It is time for me to go take old Remy for a walk. Come on, Rem. Want to go for a walk? Want to go outside? See them gators? Let's go get your leash, man. Come on.